Got nine? Close enough. Let's begin now. I want to discuss now cake for dessert. Now we can return to our aloha. Okay. Now we can turn to our aloha. Of eating pasta babakishan during a meal or during dessert. Good morning, Akiva. Mechaber and Simen Kuf Samaches Sifches Paskins. Then, when eating pasta babakishan, served during the meal, any time before the table was removed, you must recite a bracha beforehand, but not afterwards, because it is not served to satiate. You got that? When you're served pasta babakishan in the meal, let's get it down. When you're served pasta babakistan in the meal, you must recite a bracha before him and not afterwards. Why? Because it's not given to satiate. As the Shulchan Aruch writes, it was served during the meal, but not because it was for the sake of the meal. What does that mean, it was served during the meal, not for the sake of the meal? In other words, it is served just for added flavor, but not to satiate. In other words, the Machaber is passing that pasta babakistan has the same halakhic status as fruit, and that it is not eaten at the, as the main staple of the meal, where you are obligated to recite a bracha before eating it, since the bracha of Amotzi only exempts foods that are eaten as the main part of the meal. So, if you interpret the Mechaber straight up, in Kuf Samaches Sifches, then dessert, cake for dessert, you got it, Akiva, you should require a Mizonos, but uh, benching covers it. Why is that? Because it's not served to satiate. It's not served as the main part of the meal. Therefore, it's served not to satiate. And therefore, what's the bracha? Therefore, the bracha is... Yes, we're, yes Shmuel, we're in the middle of the shir. Yeah, Rabbi, I'm listening. Okay. Are you coming in? Are you here now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm I'll be there in a couple minutes. I'll just uh, pull up So the Mechaber Paskins, so that you will say Mizonos on cake for dessert because not eaten is the main staple. We are obligated to recite a bracha before eating it. Since the bracha of a motzi only exempts foods that are eaten as the main part of the meal. Okay? Now I had mentioned last week that on cakes I never say Mizonos. So now I'm against the Mechaber, but let's see what happens. However, the Biralacha Dramasko Tunim Paskins, that Lahalacha, you should not recite a bracha on Pasababakistan at the end of the meal. Ah. That's what I do. I don't say a bracha on it. Unless it is a pastry that fulfills all three criteria of Pasababakistan. Is Mazbud and Siv Zion. We saw the Machlegas as the definition of Pasababakistan. And the Machaber Pasas that we say Savak Brochas Lahakel. And it is best to recite Mizonos on all of them. Oh, we'll, we'll get. Let's get it. Meaning, it's got to be crunchy. It's got to be fill it up, and it's got to be you know fill up a pocket. It's got to be crunchy like crackers. It's got to be like a cake. It's got to be like a pizza. Well, what? No, there's nothing like that. You know, like uh, like crackers. Like you know, cr- you know, we said the three types are crackers, a pie, or pizza. Those are the three examples of possible because those three sheets. You know, like it's dry, it's crunchy. So no food is all those three things, right? So, however, in our case, when you're eating pasta babakistan during the meal, 
We say Savik Brachas Lahakal to exempt you from being from reciting Mizonos. The Piralochas Masber that many Gedolachronim Mavin that the three opinions of what's considered possible kiss are arguing with one another. First opinion, dough with a filling, holds that the other two opinions, sweet dough with additives and crackers, are defined as bread. Therefore, eating possible that only fulfills one or two of the other criteria is similar to eating bread during the meal. Whereas everyone agrees that another bracha is not required. But if the pastry fulfills all three criteria, number one, it is made with sweet dough. Number two, it is stuffed with fruit and cr- fruit. And number three, it's crunchy, such as apple fritters. Are you familiar with apple fritters? Or wafers or crispy chocolate chips? Then everyone agrees that it is not bread and is not defined as something eaten during a meal to satiate. And you w- should recite a mizonos on it. So now he's saying that if it fulfills what? It is not defined as bread, and it fulfills all three criteria of possible because And now the Bera Lecha says, I would agree in that case, you see a Mazonos. You follow me? So I guess crunchy chocolate chip cookie fulfills all three. It's made with sweet, though. It's stuffed with fruit. I don't know if it's fruit, but it's chocolate chips. And it also is what? It also is crunchy. So therefore, if you had cookies in the, in the, as a dessert, it seems like the Bera Lecha would recite Mazonos. The Baralach concludes that it seems that most Poles agree that stuffed dough is considered possible for and those who recite Mizonos on it during the meal do not lose out, even though it does not fulfill the other two criteria of possible for So, it's cookies, right? Well, he says that the cookies, chocolate chip cookies does, crispy chocolate chip cookies. But he says that stuffed dough, recite Mizonos, we do not lose out, even though it doesn't fulfill the other two criteria. Additionally, Additionally, when reciting hamotzi, it is best to have in mind to include the cake for dessert within the bracha. So additionally, when reciting hamotzi, it is best to have in mind to include the cake or dessert within the bracha. So, Lopmaisa, he basically wants to say, those who recite mizonos don't lose out, but that that doesn't mean they have to say mizonos. And when you say hamotzi in the beginning of the meal, like at a Shabbos meal, maybe you should have in mind the cake. If you have in mind the cake, what's it then? Then, then you wouldn't need to say a bracha. So based on the above, so, yeah. Well, uh, basically, the way he wants to say it is that no, chocolate chip cookies will fulfill all three, and then he says. No, no. Then if it fulfills all three, then you could recite. You should recite his honest, He says. Yes, 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 yes. But let's see if we all like that. Based on the above, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman and Rabbi Shlomo you should not recite Mizonos and Sufganiyot, serve for dessert, because aside from the fact that it does not fit all three definitions of Pazabak Islam, it fills you up and is covered by the brach on the bread. It is to satiate. As the Machabra's Masber, only food to serve to add flavor and not satiate is not covered by a mozi. The Alkad Yosef, Paskins, and in order to avoid the debate on whether to recite a brach on cake, one should avoid eating cake during the meal. Yes? But if he does at any point during the meal, even for dessert, he should, he should not recite a bracha on it. So Lo says, in order to avoid the debate on whether, whether to recite a bracha on cake, how do you avoid it? One should avoid eating cake during the meal. But if he does at any point during the meal, even for dessert, he should not recite a bracha on it. You hear what I'm saying? So Yaakov Yezus says you don't say a bracha on it at all. Because, you know what, the nature of cake is that it, it, it does blend into the main part of the meal, you know. And um, it's hard to say that, satiate, that cake is not to satiate. So to summarize, let's get it. The Berelocha Paskins, 
that one should not recite mizonos on possible application unless it fits all three criteria on possible application. Rarely do you fit do you get a food that fits all three, right? Maybe crispy chocolate chip cookies, that's the only thing I can think of. So Muzaman adds that certainly if it fills you up, you should not recite a brach on it. Cake certainly fills you up. Rugelach fills you up. That's my theory. That's why I say no, never say a brach on mizonos on, on dessert because it fills you up. And the Yagyozi adds that it's best not to serve cake during the meal. Rather, he says you should bench and then serve dessert. He says you should really what bench and serve dessert afterwards, and you know you have to say Amazonos. And that avoids the whole problem. Okay. The Berelach includes that one is allowed to recite a brach on dough filled with fruit and other sweet items, yet it is best to have the dessert cake in mind when reciting what? When reciting Hamotzi. Okay? It's best to have it in mind when reciting Hamotzi. Okay? Um, on the bread at the beginning of the meal. Sirib Moshe, Igris Moshe, Orachim Chele Gimel, Simon Lamed Gimel, who writes that you can recite Mizonos on cakes that are made with a majority of sugar, eggs, and oil. So he does, you can, he says you could say it. But Moshe, the best thing to do is recite Mizonos on something that everyone agrees would require a bracha, such as a what? Such as Bisley. Bisley would require it? All right, we'll have to see if that's true. Bisley would require it? As far as I'm concerned, the cake fits in, fills you up, and therefore you shouldn't what? You shouldn't say a brach on it. Allah Lamaisa. Ravadi says you shouldn't serve it in the meal. And the uh, Biralach says it has to fit Lamaisa, all the criteria. And he says if you have dough that's filled with fruit and sweet other items, it's best to have the cake in mind when you say a mozi and then you get out of it. But you don't lose out if you say a brach, he says. Yeah? On just the sweet dough. I'm not sure why that's the case because the bottom line is that I guess most posts can do agree that it's possible to but there are three, three sheetas about it. So. But I guess since most posts can hold that Pasav Abikistan is, is considered Pasav Abikistan, that Softo uh, is considered Pasav Abikistan, that's what most posts can hold. Okay. But let's see about this. So, fruits and candy for dessert. So, we said you should say Shahako, remember? Yes, for sure. in Simikuf, Ayin Zayin, Sifal of Paskins, that concerning foods that are not meant to satiate as part of the meal, such as fruit, you are obligated to recite a bracha before eating them. So food that is not to satiate, you are required to say a bracha on them. Why? Uh, because they don't fit in the meal, they're not to satiate. Therefore, fruit, whenever fruit or shahako candy is served for dessert, you are obligated to recite a bracha on it before eating. This is the mechaber, and that, that's what we said. Remember, we said on fruit and candy, that's not meant to satiate as part of the meal, so therefore you got to say a bracha on them. Now let's get to this, because I thought this was a chiddish, what he's saying, that, that bisley, everyone agrees? Bisley and snacks for dessert during the meal. I love bisley, right? Grill. I love the grill, my favorite, right? So bisley and snacks for dessert during the meal. But Yoshua Zetzal, the great going, Halichas Yom Biyom, Paskins, then anything that is considered tafshul mazonos and not eaten as part of the meal, such as bisley, I hear as far now, which is deep fried and not resemble bread, or wafers, which are which are also considered tafshul mazonos, you are required to recite mazonos before eating it. Is mazbet since when eating a tafshul mazonos, you are never required to recite a motzi and bench. Yes, you are never because no one holds that it's considered bread, and this particular tafshul mazonos is not eaten during the meal. Who has? You don't ever have basically as a side dish. Therefore, you're required to recite mazonos on it. So that's what he's mechadish. So if you come up with a mazonos that's really not part of the meal. Like Bisley, he wants to say you should say a Mizonos, Allah Lamaisim. Okay? Um, that is a very, very big Hiddish. Yes? Some shuls and homes serve chips and Bisley during Sal Shudis, which is true. 
Do you need to make a separate brach on them? The chips and bisley have the same status as fruit, so that if there are other items served at the table, you should recite a brach, should recite a brach on them, or when taking your first and last bite of them, eat them together with bread. It's a bit chiddush to me, no? Bisley probably has become part of a meal, no? Certainly in chalashidas or chips. Bisley, B-I-S-S-L-I. So it's a bit chiddush what he's tining, Lamaisa. But uh, he tines you should say Mazinus on it. And uh, it's hard to say you have to say a separate brach on them. The chips and bisley during Shalashidas, they have the same status as, as fruit. So if they have other items that are adam on, uh, uh, that are going to be on the table of fruit, have in mind when you say the brach on the fruit, on them. To me, that's a big chiddish, Why can't you say that bisley blends into the whole meal? You know? Tavshul Mazinus. Why can't you say it blends into the whole meal? Maybe they're dark, that wasn't, <clears throat> but for us it could be. Yeah, we always have side chips, chips with a burger or things like that sort, right? Yeah, chips with a burger. Why is that not considered to be, you know, uh, uh, blend in with the meal? Satiate, they're not meant to satiate? Why are they not meant to make anything that's considered tafsimazonos and not eaten as part of the meal? Right? Why do you say a tafshul is not eating this part of the meal? All right, to me that's a chiddush. Okay, what about soup croutons, guys? What about soup croutons? You with me? You mentioned above that the yellow osum croutons are deep fried, yes? Yeah, and have the status of tafshul mazonos. So if you're eating just the croutons alone, you are, are you required to recite mazonos on just as you require to recite a brach on bisli? Or let's see on passes that croutons eaten with soup are clearly eaten during the meal to satiate. I would say the same thing by bisley. And do not require a bracha beforehand. But it's not, because the croutons don't go in the soup. It's just the bisley yeah. there on the side. I don't know. Additionally, even, even if you eat the croutons alone, you do not need to recite a bracha on them beforehand, since they're usually eaten as part of the meal. Yeah, I would say the same thing as bisley. Yeah. Eating on the side is not Yeah, I, I disagree with him about this. I disagree with about Yoda Goldwick about this, about the bisley. I think it all blends into the meal. I think Mazonas is very nature really does. And just like he says about croutons, okay, let's continue now. What about ice cream? Okay? You with me? What about ice cream? Allah ice cream. Let's go. We have tremendous, we have a, a, a limit today. Let's get the ice cream. Here we go. Ma'chabrin, Sumakuf, Ayin, Dalit, Siv, Zion, Paskins, that if you recite Mazonas on bread, Yes, kufai and dalit zivzayin. You do not need to recite shakal on drinks, correct? Since eating is always accompanied by drinking, it is part of the meal. Although ice cream is frozen liquid flavors, shlomo zaman and shlomo paskins, that since it is not eaten as part of the meal, you are obligated to recite a shakal on it. This is what shlomo zaman says. Wow. However, the oral itzion differentiates between various types of ice cream. Ice cream that is made from dairy material or eggs is not considered a drink, and you are obligated to recite a bracha before eating it since it is food. And that is not part of the meal. However, when eating ices and sorbet, made mainly of water, you should not recite a brach on it since it's considered a drink. The Akiyosu quotes from Avadi Upaskins that all forms of drinks are exempt from a bracha during the meal. Therefore, one should not recite a brach on ice cream, even if it's made from milk or eggs. And that's what Moshe's Psak, and that's what we do. Allah Lamaisa, we paskin like that. Remember I said I hold like a motion? Ice cream is Dino Kamayim. No, you never say it. Ice cream is Dino Kamayim. I don't care how thick it is. Ice cream, Moshe. Moshe says ice cream is Dino Kamayim, and therefore it's good. You don't need a brach at all. 
Here he quotes from Shlomo Zaman that says that not part of the meal you need a shock. Or Litzion says that it's made from what? Dairy material eggs. It's not considered a drink. But he says ices and sorbets are at water. Yaakov Yosef says Rabbi all the time it's Dino water. I don't care what it's made of. And that's what it holds. And that's what I do. I never say uh, Shahako a brach on, on ice cream at a dessert. Okay, what? Yes. The cone? Yeah. Well, I, I'm Zonos anyway, I don't say. From Cholik, a lot of the things. Cone, a cone? It's crunchy. It's only one. It's only one. Yeah, so it's satiating, blends in the meal. You don't need bracha. Anytime it blends, satiates, it blends in, remember? That's as far. If it doesn't satiate, then it separates in the bracha. But we're arguing not that way, okay? Okay, coffee, tea at the end of the meal. Let's go, guys. Okay, Sam's still not still sick. Uh huh. Okay, let's go, guys. Today we're gonna do a, a short sugya, but I want you to get it, Lamaisa. If I follow from the base, and then tomorrow I want to do the end of the parak. Yeah, today I want to do a separate sugya, Lamaisa. If I follow from the base, I gave it a short piece of gemara with the gemara actually tells us. I gave it to one of my clients. A lot of stickers. Can't hear you. What? Didn't we do something at the beginning of the year? No, we did that base. Yudbeis also. Uh, yeah, Yudbeis was part of the sugi. Yeah, it was part of the limit. But tomorrow I want to do instead of uh, I don't want to chaz it tomorrow. Tomorrow I want to do the end of the parak. Can't see working about Brandon Foster. I want to make sure we do that. And I like to try to finish the parak for myself by, by the matter. But so we're start, why we starting? I don't know because I'm a, I, I want it. It'll it maybe help us. We'll get we'll do that part for myself. We'll go back. Okay, we're gonna go back to where we left off on Wednesday. Then then Blinetter next week we got a chazer. Okay, ready? Coffee, tea at the end of the meal. You ready? As mentioned, Shulchan Aruch, Shemekufai, and Dantzavai. You know how a lot of people have that at the end of the meal? Coffee and tea at the end of the meal? As mentioned, Shulchan Aruch, Shemekufai, and Dantzavai. If you recite a mozi on bread, you do not need to recite alcohol on drinks, since eating is always covered by drinking. And the drinks are considered part of the meal. question is whether you are required to recite a brach on tea or coffee if it is being served with a dessert or alone at the end of the meal. You got that? Drinks are always covered. Question is, what about the end of the meal? Ready? So you just get it down, Akiva. The Mishabru and Simakufai and Dawud Sifkan Lamates quotes the Chai Adam, who paskins, that you should recite a brach on coffee and tea if it is eaten after the meal, since it's purpose to help settle the food in your system. But it is not eaten as part of the meal. Wow. No, 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 no. It, it has a dessert. Yes. We said Ramavadi and Ramosha, Ramosha, yeah. Well, let's see what he says. Right, right. That's considered to be it, it, during, the, during the meal. But here now you're having this dessert after you've finished already. Eating is always accompanied by drinking. This drinking goes being isolated on its own. So the question is, Mr. Brun, Simakufa, and Dalits have come up with this. Quotes Chai Adam, Pasuk, you should recite a brach on coffee or tea if it is eaten after the meal. Since its purpose is to help settle food in your system, but it is not eaten as part of the meal. Mishabrua is skeptical of the Chayyam's position and writes that it is best to recite a shock on sugar or candy first, not simply on the tea or coffee. Please get it down, Usher. Mishabrua concludes that this question is not relevant if you recite Brapri or Guffin at the beginning or during the meal. What'd you say? Why is Brapri or Guffin not so used to make on your tea? Say again? Why does Brapri or Guffin not so used to make this on your tea? Because because Brepriya Guffin potters all the drinks in a meal. 
Mr. Brew concludes this question. It's a Rosh Hashanah. Mr. Brew concludes this question. is not relevant. We recite briefly regarding the beginning or during the meal and drink a malulugma of wine. Since the brach on wine exempts you from having recited brach on all other forms of beverages, covers everything. Therefore, on Shabbos, what'd you say? Moti covers covers everything also, except for the after the dessert, maybe. According to this whole mahala. This is the Mishabur against the Chayodim. This is the dinner of the Rosh Mashiach. Shukhanorach says, Shukhanorach. says. Therefore, on Shabbos, when you recite for every government beginning of the meal, you should not recite a bracha on, the bro- uh, on coffee or tea. Wow. However, if you heard Kiddush and Shul on Shabbos morning and do not recite it again at Shabbos lunch, or if you heard Kiddush from the host and did not drink a malulugma of wine yourself, you should recite chocolate and candy before drinking your coffee and tea to get out of this machlaikis. Biscuit Chuvis writes that the minig has not has become not to recite a brachan coffee and tea at the end of the meal. That has been the minig, and that is the minig. No one says a bracha straight up on it, but they get out of it since you're shakal on the candy, and then that gets you out of this machlaikis mishabru and chayadim. You follow me? That gets you out of this machlaikis. Now, if you say a brachi serves to everything, and then you don't have to worry about it. Alachalamaisa. Then you don't have to worry about alachalamaisa. Okay. All right. Let's continue now, okay? Your father's coming today? What time? 10.45? Okay. Why don't we have, sh- what time, why don't we have sure that 11.15? Okay. Okay, so you give him some time to learn. I gave you good marmokimus. All marmokimus is always good. It's a short circuit, but I want you to know it. Marashi Tyson. Tyson is pretty, go through it good. Okay. Now let me get to brach on fruits during the meal. Once we're on the topic of eating fruits at the end of the meal, let's discuss some common questions of eating fruits during the meal. For example, you do not need to recite a brach on fruits served at the beginning of the meal. Right? Do you need to recite a brach on fruits served at the beginning of the meal, such as a grapefruit or cantaloupe served as an appetizer? What about that? What about that? Do you need to say a brach on that? What about reciting, but it's the appetizer. What about reciting a brach on olives with bread in a restaurant or at home? Do you need to recite a brach on fruits in a salad served during the meal? What about an apple cranberry cookie? Other cooked fruits during the meal. Why do you recite a brach on the Simon on Rosh Hashanah, but not on Mar during the Pesach Seder? These are major questions we need to discuss. Okay? Let's do one at a... Uh, we won't be able to do all of them today, but let's just do a little bit more. Fruits as appetizers. That's what, that's what, that's what we're asking. Fruits as appetizers. As mentioned in the Mechaber, Mekufai, and Zion, Sifal, Paskins, that foods which are not meant to be eaten to satiate as part of the meal, if they're not meant to satiate, such as fruit, require you to recite a bracha before eating them. Is that correct? I don't know why I thought the satiate. That is the Agdor. It's not to satiate. Not to satiate. No, satiate is... is satiate is always the... Is the, um, is the entree plus the side. Those are always the satiate. The lamb chops and the, the mashed potatoes, those are the satiate. Despite this, the Mishabrun, Simon Kufa, and Dalits, if come on test, like Nate, passes that fruits whose purpose is to increase your appetite are considered an extension of the meal. If it's to increase your appetite and do not warrant a separate bracha. Wow. This is the Mishabrun, Kufa, and Dalits, if come test. For this reason, the Mishabrun and the Sharatzi and Sifkan Memgil and Paskin, that one should not recite a bracha on an olive served before the meal. Because the olive is supposed to what? It's supposed to get your appetite. 
See, however, it's true Shiva and Alevi who possibly you are exempt from reciting a bracha only if the fruit clearly creates an appetite for the meal. But if you would enjoy it even outside the meal, you should recite a bracha. You guys like olives? Similarly, the Zosa bracha. The Zosa bracha writes that only salty olives are meant to create an appetite, and you do not need to recite a bracha rishon on them. But other sweet fruits do not create an appetite for the meal, and you should recite a bracha rishon before eating them. It seems that most follow the ruling of Zilberstein, that fruits lamaisa general are to appetize you, are, are supposed to get you appetized, though some other, some follow the other pins, you should ask a rough. So what do I think you should do? I think you should, the fruits are, all, no matter what the fruit is, to get you get you going to eat, you know, to whet your appetite, and therefore, Mikra Adin, it could require its own brach, unless you eat bread with every single what? Piece of fruit. Rav Zilberstein, you know, Rav Zilberstein, the great goat, Rav Yosh's brother-in-law, not Rav Yosh, Rav Chaim Kaniyash's brother-in-law, he has that say from Zosah Bracha. Zosah No, no, that safer they do in English. A lot of people do it in English. You know the scenarios? No, the scenarios. What does that say for in English? There's like scenarios. Aleinu, Aleinu Shabbat, the different scenarios. So Lomaisa, I think Zilberstein, the meaning is to go like him against against Rav, uh, the Shuva Shevet Alevi, and against the Zosah Bracha. And they sold that any fruit is an appetizer. It requires its own bracha unless you eat every piece of fruit with bread. Okay, let's get to cooked fruit. You know what cooked fruit is? You guys ever heard of compote? Compote. Compote. I love compote. Okay, some people have it. It's, compote is like cooked fruit. Prunes, you know. Mr. Brewer quotes it a lot. They used to have it also. People eat a lot on Pesach, you know. Because people don't want to become, uh, you know, constipated. When the matzahs, they have cooked prunes, the mice, so they want have a lot of cooked prunes, cooked fruit. So what's the story about cooked fruit? Let's get to it. Mr. Bruns and Mikufi and Dallas have gone down with Paskins. <coughs> You're obligated to recite a brook on fruit that is served during the meal. You are obligated to recite a brook on fruit that's served during the meal. Even on cooked fruit, since fruit is something that is served as a dessert and not as something filling, to be eaten together with the meal. Again, it doesn't blend in. So even cooked fruit warrants its own bracha. Additionally, even if you have the fruit in mind and reciting a mozi, it still doesn't help. You still need to recite a bracha on the fruit since the bracha on bread only exempts the foods that are eaten as part of the meal. And fruits are not part of the meal, even cooked fruit, and therefore, Allah it doesn't fit in. However, the Sharatzin and Simon, Kuf, Ayin, Dalit, Simakufayan Zion, Sifkan Zion writes that if the fruit is served as part of the meal and is eaten to satiate, such as simis, you know what simis is? What is simis? Carrots with the meat, right? Excellent, guys. A of Nevin eats If someone specifically eats fruits as part of the meal because of the nutritional value, it is considered part of the meal and you do not recite another bracha on them. Whether Sharatzin Sifkan Zion writes that if the fruit is. is that if the fruit is served as part of the meal and is eaten satiate, such as simis, you are not required to recite a bracha beforehand. Not. Though he references his recommendation to Mr. Brura that it is best to recite a bracha on raw fruit that is not eaten during a meal. See, raw food, I guess, doesn't blend in as much, he's saying. Cook does. He says if the Shartzian writes that the fruit is served as part of the meal and satiate, such as simis, you, you, you are not required to say a bracha. Though he references his recommendation in the Mishabura that it's best to recite a on raw fruits not eaten during the meal. Lamaisa, the Chut Shani. You with me? 
The Chut Shoni Paskas. Who's the Chut Shoni? Rav Karelitz. The Chut Shoni Paskas. Today it is common to serve cooked fruits as part of the meal, and one should not recite a bracha on them. Plain and simple. Although the Mishra Bruce writes that one needs to recite a bracha on cucumbers, zucchini, onions, the chule, the Chut Shoni Paskas. Today these are all served as part of the meal, and you should not recite a bracha on them. They're all part of the meal, guys. These are like the vegetables that are part of the entree, part of the main meal. Based on this, apple, cranberry, kugel, salads with fruit, simis, cold fruit soups, and cooked fruits that are served as part of the meal in order to say she do not require a bracha before eating them. That's interesting. So a lot of times you have a fruit soup. The fruit soup, Lamais, I don't know. He says this is all considered part of the meal to satiate. And therefore he wants a tiny... See, appetizer is different. But if this is all part of the meal, Lamais, then he wants to say, maybe you don't need a bracha. Okay? Then he wants to say, maybe you don't need a bracha. Let's close with compote. Cooked fruit or dessert compote. Mr. Brunson, at the end of Sukkot and you are obligated to recite a bracha on compote. Cooked fruit for dessert. Since that is clearly served as dessert and not meant to eat as a part of the meal. Kudshani writes that some claim that Mr. retracted this psaac. Wow. And held that one should not recite a bracha for capote, serve that dessert, since it is filling and considered to be part of the meal. But Lamaisa, you should recite a bracha on capote, served as dessert. That's what we do. This is also the psaac of Yaakov Fruit at the end of the meal will require a bracha. Okay? So, basically, this is the array of scenarios that come up when it comes to what? When it comes to dessert. And uh, Mizono's things, we're basically sticking to our guns. No. Uh, ice cream and jello didn't come on, no. Yes? Yeah? Um, um, Shahako on candies, and um, what else do we say, candies? What else is your Shahako? Nuts, you're gonna have eights, Adama, you're gonna need, but Mazonis not. Good food and dessert, you would, yes. You would, appetizers, you would, unless you eat every piece with what? With, with bread. Okay, let's 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 break here. Yeah, I'm proud of you guys. Here's a marmakaimus. Let me take this out. Here, let me show you. 